Hello and welcome to the Slow Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Engelhardt, and this is the place for all things health and well-being for the busy mom of today. So grab a cup of tea and get ready to be inspired. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we will be talking all things style and emotional health. And today I'm joined by an apparel stylist that saw the need for an apparel stylist when she found herself struggling to feel confident, to rock her own unique self and quickly realize realistic resources for the busy person of today was non-existent. Meanwhile, she has helped an area of individuals and her services have been featured in People Magazine, ABC News, SheKnows.com, and TV shows such as Suits, among many others. Please welcome Brandon. Uh, so great to have you on the podcast and excited, excited about today's topic. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that a lot of times we very much underestimate the power our own style has over our emotional well-being, so to say. So mm-hmm. do you mind sharing what impact style has really on our emotional and mental well-being? Sure, certainly. So I, I come from the perspective that I feel there's a, a direct correlation from how we feel in our bodies and our style, what we put on our bodies, um, how we spend our days to a direct correlation to how we show up in, in our lives, um, be it running our own business, how we parent with our children, how we show up with our sweethearts. And so um, for me, it's, it, it really goes hand in hand. And so it can be, it's a really big topic, right? I mean, style, mm-hmm. our mental wellness around that, our, our self-confidence, our self-image. Um, it's a very, very big topic. And of course, so we're, we're definitely speaking in, in broad strokes, if you will. But I think that when we can spend some time nurturing that part of our world, we, we only show up that much better as individuals, for sure. And so it, it's, it has, a, from my perspective, a massive ripple effect. Mm. And, and the potential to be positive. I agree. Well, I know from my personal experiences, you know, sometimes you kind of just want to fit in the whole current trends or whatever, and then you wear something and then you feel like it's just not me, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and then I don't feel comfortable. And then, you know, like the whole, I feel like the whole mindset and the whole presence is just, you know, on a completely different level rather than when I wear something you know, that I feel comfortable, that I, I know it's me, so to say. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it takes time to figure that out, right? And as women, yes, we're not usually taught that. Most of us were not pulled aside as young girls and, okay, well, let's talk about your style. What, what's your favorite color? Well, what do you feel comfortable in? Like, it just didn't <laughs> happen. <laughs> and so now we fast forward into adulthood and college and, and many of us getting married and having children and doing all those traditional things. Women, we, we, hold, a, we hold a lot in our heads and our minds are going a, a thousand miles a minute. And so there's not usually a lot of time, again, speaking mm. generally, but there's not usually a lot of time for us to sit back and play and get creative and ponder and get curious and, and think about these things. And, um, and, and, and that's when we are able to do that, we are able to discover more. Well, what do I feel comfortable in? And, and what do I like? And what do I feel beautiful in? And what makes me feel confident? And what makes me, uh, I don't really, yeah, I don't feel comfortable in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's a value to, to recognize where we're potentially doing a disservice and how do we also be 
our awesome everyday selves and be realistic and have the, the two worlds meet each other. Yes, absolutely. But I feel like a lot of times we're so concerned with the, you know, current fashion or trends, as mm -hmm. I said, that in our ambition to fit in, we kind of forget to find our own style. Oh, yeah. So, you know, given your experience, how do we even go about finding our own style? So I think that what I tend to suggest is boiling it down, just like you would, from my perspective, it's much like uh, cooking and recipes and what foods do we like and what don't we like. And style is, even though it feels bigger and it can be potentially more daunting, um, it's, it can be very much the same. So as an example, um, I think it's important to identify with baby steps and recognizing as a first step, as a suggestion, what is something that we feel comfortable in? Mm. For instance, I might have a client that says, I love jeans and I hate wearing skirts. That's completely fine. I mean, just to back up for a second, I'm the type of stylist that I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say, well, you have to wear this because purple's in and I don't mm. care if you don't like purple. I mean, I, I don't, I, that's not really how I approach this at all. For me, it's more about, well, drawing, getting creative together and what you feel comfortable in and, and, um, and feel really confident and sexy and beautiful. And that takes some time for us sometimes to figure it out, but it's about building upon the individual and me not just saying, well, this is how it's going to go down. Right. Cause right. that doesn't really help anybody. We want the guidance and we want the support and we want to know that we look fabulous and we don't look like a buffoon, but mm. we also need to be honored for our own individual self. And so as an example, sometimes it can be really helpful when we're looking at a big topic like this. Well, yeah. How, okay. How do I identify my own style? Where the heck do I even begin? Identifying it, starting as a, as a one step, as an example of, again, what is something that I really enjoy wearing? I, I really enjoy, as an example, wearing jeans. I feel really mm. comfortable in them. You know, they're functional. I can get down on the ground and play with my kids. I can run to the grocery store. I feel safe in them. That is an example of an element of a very um, big piece that can you can build a lot from that. And so from there, I would say the next step well, start looking at things that, um, that are available to you, be it going on Pinterest or looking in magazines or um, if, you know, if you're looking among your, your friends or what have you. What are some things that you see that you like? Maybe as an example, like uh, the Victorian sleeves are coming out now, the mm. big puffy sleeves. You know, maybe you really mm. kind of are curious about that and you like that and jotting that down or creating a mood board. Um, pulling in some things that you gravitate towards and trying not to think about, oh, but I could never wear that because I have a mama belly. Or, oh, my arms would look awful in that. Like just trying to surrender to that. That looks so beautiful. And I love that piece or I love how she did that. And trying to kind of get out of your own way that you're not good enough to do it or you couldn't do it. And just appreciate for what it is because there's ways to then pull that in to your own personal style. But we kind of have to do a little bit of of researching first, right? In terms mm. of what are you attracted to? And then, and then how can we pull that in? How does that mm. sound so far? I, I love that and kind of actually reminds me, you know, when I work with my clients, it's, I always say there is, because, you know, a lot of people come to me and they're like, okay, so what's the solution? How do I live healthy? Mm. And I'm like, well, there is no one size fits all type of solution to that, you know? Exactly. There is always, because we are all different, different lifestyles, we find it, you know, ourselves in a different stages of our lives. So it's, there is just no one you know, one answer to that, you know, there are certain things that you can look at and you should implement, but there is no one, one particular answer that is going to, you know, solve the whole thing. <laughs> 
Oh, absolutely. And I think, as you know, we live in a society just to build on that. And I'm sure you, you can appreciate this where we get into that mindset of just that quick fix, right? Or mm. like, what's the, I want it now. I want the answer. I want the solution. I just want you to tell me what it is. And, and I, wow, have I been guilty of that? Like, <laughs> I get it for sure. There's also something to be said for seeking the support and, and recognizing that, you know, I trust this person. I trust Anna. Um, I know she's going to hold me to my greatness and she's not mm. going to, she's going to call me if I'm doing something that's maybe not supportive or, or what have you, but having the space to, um, it's an opportunity to also be able to kind of go in with our own tuition. And also, yes. again, just like where we speaking to earlier about the clothing, a lot of times, just like with clothing, we haven't really been able, given the space to figure out what is the best self-care for me mm. and, and how do I adapt that to my life and what that looks like versus what everybody else is doing. And sometimes we need the permission mm. and we need the space and we kind of need the drawing board with the other person to create what does that look like and does that meet my needs and have the support so you're not trying to figure it out for yourself. But yeah, it, that's so great that you that you honor your clients as individuals. That's yeah, so important. absolutely. Yeah. I think that's so important. But Absolutely. I think you, you touched something uh, very interesting. Um, as a woman, we always want to look our best, obviously. However, mm -hmm. you know, very often once we become moms, we are very hard on ourselves for, you know, yeah. not getting into our normal genes two weeks after giving birth or like we have this like absolutely unrealistic expectations. So what is your advice to any new mom out there in terms of, like styling and fashion and still feeling great? Yeah, great question. So I, I work with many, many moms and many moms in the stages of, oh, I just got pregnant as an example and I don't want to invest a lot of money because I know my, my body's going to change, but I kind of need to get through this phase of my life. Or yes, I had the baby a year ago and I'm still carrying around the weight and I feel miserable about myself. And now mm. I have to go back to work and nothing fits in. So I deal with it all over the gamut. And from my perspective, it's really about, it's wonderful to have those goals. And um, so as an example, of course, many moms have that, yes, I want to lose the baby weight and get back to my exercise or what have you. And and, and I completely respect and identify with that. And I also think that there's something we said for try not to wait until you get there. Like, let's work with the body you have right now, right? Mm -hmm. You know, be on the path, be committed to your goals. And also, how can we get you feeling better about where you're at right now? So a lot of it is about being realistic and, um, and being functional. I think a lot of times when we shift into being a new mother, it's a lot, right? And yes. there's so much that's thrown at you and you kind of think you could read all the books, you can hear all that from the girlfriends, but it's your own reality. It's your own experience and you don't know how you're going to feel until you're in it. And there's so many stages, right? Right. I mean, the, 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 the first month, the third month mm -hmm. and, you know, a year out. And so, and, and no one can really tell you exactly how it's going to go. So in answer to your question, I think it's really about coming up with things that feel tangible and realistic for you. And I think one of the best things that women can do, regardless if you are a new mom or not, is recognizing as women, our bodies go through so many changes in our life. And what can we do to minimize that stress and really be compassionate with ourselves. So as an example, it's, um, it's about keeping it realistic. So one thing that's really great to do is having some clothes on either side of your current size. Mm. So if you are, let's say a size eight, 
recognize that you, you've had your child, let's, we fast forward four months, you're still that size eight, but normally you're size two or what have you. Um, again, I'm just throwing this out as an example. Mm-hmm. Set yourself up to win. So have some clothes that are on either side. I don't mean like three closet fulls, but have some solutions on either side because you know your body's going to go through so many changes um, and not feel bad about it and really honoring where you're at and recognizing, you know, I'm still committed to those goals. I know my body's still going through so many changes and I will get there. And then also how can, so that would be the first thing. And then also secondly, how can you hold on to your femininity or your sense of self and whatever that means for you? And a lot of times with, with new mothers, and I mean, you know, from day one to let's say for the first year, it's crazy town, right? Like mm. you're like, you're lucky if you can get a shower, you know, you don't remember the last time you brushed your teeth. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a whirlwind and it can be stressful and it can be hard. And even when they shift into being a toddler, you have a new set of challenges. So exactly. what is something that you can do that doesn't have to, where you, maybe you were the girl that used to spend, used to blow out your hair, used to do a full makeup. And like, that's what you identify with getting ready. And I completely kind of appreciate that, but how do we make it realistic for your world right now and not have it feel like it has to be one or the other? Mm. So as an example, what are some things that you can do that feel realistic for your world right now, but also keep you connected to yourself and things that help you feel feminine and pretty? Um, so maybe honestly, it's even rocking a new lipstick that day. Maybe it's it's wearing uh, it's wearing a, a cute little underbra that you know you're not going to get thrown on or something like right. some piece. I know it sounds simple, but some piece that we can connect with our femininity and our, it just, it just helps you connect to yourself. It's just going to help to keep you so much more grounded. And again, that's going to affect how you show up with your child and feeling more relaxed and having that bonding time. It's going to affect with how you show up with your partner when they walk through the door, mm. because you're going to feel like you have a little bit more control of your situation and you're connected to something that helps you feel like you. Yes, I love that. I absolutely love that. I know that when I, I mean, I, as you know, I have two kids and um, after both my pregnancies, I mean, I lost the weight relatively quickly. I think I was, I fit in my normal genes, I think within less than three months or something like that. Um, but I never weigh myself. Like I'm just not interested in that, that number. I want to feel good in my body, but I remember that you know before that i i had you know a corporate job and i would have all these like suits and mm. you know i mean high heels and y- you name it i had it <laughs> <laughs> and then when i became a mom i you know i really like okay well first of all i didn't really have to wear clothes like that but yeah. i was always like gravitating towards something more comfy more um, you know, as you said, that was fitting my lifestyle in that particular moment. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was definitely a very interesting experience. I mean, I personally never, I mean, of course I wanted to lose the weight and of course I wanted to, you know, get back in shape and all this stuff. And I do fit in all my clothes from before the two pregnancies, but the reality is my body has changed, you know, not not in a good way, not in a bad way. It simply just has changed. You know, that's the reality. Right. To build upon that. I mean, again, this is such a big topic and we could talk about this for six hours, right? Oh, yeah. So I think that it's, there's a couple of things that come to mind. I think that it's, it's a slippery slope when it can be a slippery slope. It's just like when you get sick and you're like, I just don't care. I'm just trying to get through the day. Mm-hmm. And in motherhood can feel very much like that. And, and really you're trying to find your footing again. And you're, right. you're, you have all these things juggling in the air. You're trying to do the best you can. It's very easy to have your self-care routines go out the window and 
all the all the things that we identify with being a, a female before often oftentimes can feel really threatened. And again, we we can get very much in our head. Well, it can only look like this. Mm. And I think there's something to be said for having compassion as you go through this phase and recognizing that. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like, let's call it as pregnancy is darn hard on the body, right? Oh, like, I mean, yeah. just seriously, it's tough stuff. And so, yes. not it's it's and, and every woman is different. And so, where I'm going with this is, it's not uncommon to go through something like that and recognize your taste has changed potentially, your body has changed, mm-hmm. and that's okay. But now it's just like kind of switching out from your college clothes to your quote unquote grown up clothes, right? Like yes. things change. And that doesn't mean that you're, you're not that person anymore, or you're not fun, or you're not cute, um, or you can't be fun and cute or what have you. But there's, there's something to be said for taking some space to identify or figure out rather, what do I identify with now? And like, what does the new me look like? And that doesn't mean that you can't be adorable and saucy mm. and cute. It's just sometimes, again, we have to take that space and well, what does that look like? And then how do I incorporate that into how do I, how do I keep my personality and, and my fun self in my everyday life while I'm, while I'm being a mother, right? And, exactly. and a lot of that is, I mean, the really cool thing about clothing is it's about how we put it together. And it's really about, it's all, it's all based on a, a mathematical equation. So that's the really neat thing. We live in a time where we have so many options available to us but it also can almost be overwhelming, right? It's not a hundred yes. years ago when clothes were made for us and it was easier. Now we have so many more things thrown at us and we have all these trends and we got to be this and you got to be that and you're going to lose the baby weight by X amount of time. <laughs> like, so it's, it, there's wonderful to have options and sometimes it can be paralyzing. And so where I'm going with this is the really neat thing is when you are, as an example, going through the transition of maybe let's say, I'm not quite where I wanted to be physically. I, I really wanted to fit back into my favorite pair of jeans or have you, and I'm just not there yet. There's ways that you can dress around your changing body and still look phenomenal and adorable and feel sexy mm. and beautiful and feminine. And it doesn't have to be one without the other, but exactly. like, a, like any skill, it's about, okay, what does that look like and how do I do it? And thank gosh, it doesn't have to be really hard and it doesn't have to feel, um, you know, astronomical. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I love that. But every year there are new trends. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so what do you do if a new trend is simply not um, your thing, but you still want to be up to date, so to say, you know, you still want to be, you know, trendy and fashionable and so on? Yeah, great question. Well, I think that Sure, we all want to. We all want to look like we know what we're doing and blend in. And there are a lot of trends that come and go. And there's certainly been ones that were like, really. And so, um, I think that the best thing to do is the neat thing about trends is it's not like there's just one per year. There's, I guess, there's a. I have a, a couple different thoughts on that. So from my perspective, I feel trends are great and they always come back around. And I think I, I really come from a place of being efficient. So meaning that if we're going to get a trend item, so let's say as an example, when the cold shoulder was a trend. And so for those of you who don't know the cold shoulder, it was where you maybe have, you can envision like, let's say a long sleeve and part of up by your shoulder was exposed. So mm. that was kind of that cold shoulder is the term. Mm-hmm. So when that came out as an example, and I would have a client say to me, well, I have to get this, right? It's like, sure. A, if you'd like it, go for it. B, don't get 10 of them um, because recognize that that's going to change and, and you're spending all this money on something that's going to you know, change pretty quickly. So if that's something that's important to you and you really genuinely like the look, like rock it. There also, maybe you don't like specifically what that is, but you can put your own spin on it. So for an example, maybe, maybe you don't like a short dress 
um, like kind of the, the tent styles that are that are going to be coming out, but maybe cute, you know, paired with a cute little belt or something puts a totally different vibe on it. And now all of a sudden you like it in a different way and it still is an element of the trend, but you get to put your own spin on it. And lastly, I would say if you really don't like something, that's okay and don't do it. There's so many other trends to pick from that you probably would like. You know, as an example, maybe it's not rocking. What's coming up this season that's big is, um, as an example, is going to be the bucket hats, the pastel bucket hats. Mm. Well, maybe you don't love the hat. Maybe that's not your your jam, but you love you love the aquas that are coming out this season. So wear aqua. Like that's another way that you can be in the with alignment with everything else in the trend, but it doesn't have to specifically be that item. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. I absolutely love that. But I know you're busy, so I have one last question. What would be your number one advice to all the moms out there in terms of finding their own style? I think that, again, it's spending the time getting, getting curious. And like anything that we do in our lives, especially with self-care for women, what can we do whether it's once a month or once a week to nurture that part of our worlds. Um, the best thing we can do as an example is when we get curious about something, whether we're buying it or we see something that we may have something similar, honestly, even just wearing it around the house and seeing how you feel or go and get gas in it and see, is it comfortable? Is it functional? Um, do you feel extremely exposed? Do you feel kind of, you know, you sit up a little taller, you feel, you feel a little bit more saucy, um, you engage differently. That's a, a really great way to just build your confidence muscle and get curious. Mm. I would definitely suggest spending some time um, making sure that you're wearing the right undergarments because the right undergarments are going to save you. And a lot of times we get so conditioned and there's no judgment, but a lot of times we get so conditioned as an example thinking, Oh, I got to wear the Spanx and I got to do this mm. and I got to do that. And again, an upside to being where we are in our times is there's so many solutions available to us, but it's about understanding what works with my body specifically, meaning you, um, mm. so that you can look your best and, and, and minimize those areas that are troubling you and emphasize the areas that are your assets. And again, a lot of times we just, we are, we're not taught this, so we don't really kind of know what to do. Um, mm. But there's huge value in wearing the right undergarments because it's going to make everything else look right. And especially as your body is changing. And I would say really have compassion, have compassion for yourself where you're at and be patient, just like any new skill. I love them. I love them. Brendan, thank you so much for taking the time to share your experience and knowledge. It's uh, very much appreciated. And to our audience, thanks so much for listening. And I hope that you find this episode valuable and it inspires you to focus more on what you feel comfortable and confident in when it comes to fashion. And if you want to connect with Brendan, make sure that you follow her on Instagram. Brendan, you want to share where we where? Yeah, sure. So I know, yeah, thank you. Everybody has their, their different choices, right? Exactly. Social media. We exactly. almost have too many these days. Yes. So, so I, I, I would say there's a couple of suggestions. My website is findyourmoxie.net. Um, I do offer virtual support as well. And in that can give you a great, um, of course, testimonials, but a lot of great uh, commonly asked questions that will give, give you a nice place to kind of land. The Instagram is findyourmoxie and gusto. Find your mm -hmm. Moxie and Gusto. Moxie is M-O-X-I-E. The website is findyourmoxie.net. And also, if anyone's interested, especially being in the time of virtual right now, I, I am um, offering complimentary 
uh, virtual style sessions. So that can be a really great way to hop on, whether it be with a group of people or what have you, and learn some, some basic tips. And also we do highlight certain things, um, like let's say as an example, undergarments or how the heck do we do scarves? Or, you know, for me, it's really about making it functional and tangible for you. So uh, that could be a fun thing to take advantage of as well. And I would suggest the easiest place to follow that would be the um, Facebook group, which is All Things Styled. Perfect. That's awesome. I'll make sure that I link all this bottom because this is very Appreciate valuable that. information. And I hope that, you know, our audience will in fact take advantage of it. And once again, thank you so much for, for your time and for sharing your knowledge. It's very, very much appreciated. Well, thank you so much for having me and thank you for all the wonderfulness you're doing in the world. It's much needed. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening and for being here. It truly means the world to me. I would love to connect with as many of you as possible. So let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Slowolution for your daily dose of healthy living inspiration. If you feel inspired by this episode and want to learn more about all things health, well-being and motherhood, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This way, the podcast can reach and inspire even more moms and moms-to-be. And make sure you stay tuned for the many upcoming exciting episodes. Wish you all a lovely week. Mm -hmm.